0: Shopify is the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. And I love it because Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources that were once reserved for big businesses. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. I don't talk about it a ton, but I have a fishing company. Five years ago, actually five years ago this month, My best friend Aaron and I started a bass fishing weight company called Woo Tungsten because woo is the sound you make when you catch a giant bass. So we sell tungsten weights for bass fishing and Shopify has made it so incredibly easy. They have all the tools and the resources that we need. No matter how big or small your business is, they just make it so effortless. And like mine, Shopify powers over one7 million businesses from first sale to full scale. And you can reach customers online and across social networks with their ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. And you can gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond, which is something we use a ton. More than just a store, Shopify grows with you. Go to Shopify.com slash BlueWire, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business today with Shopify. Go to Shopify.com slash BlueWire right now. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Shopify.com slash BlueWire.
1: Good Good morning. Good morning. Good morning what's going on <clears throat> i'm one half for the man to man part i'm Antoine but man got my co-host d Butt. yes sir mike mm-hmm. check mike check sounding good brother sounding good man right. welcome welcome everybody thursday april 14th man we appreciate y'all checking in hopefully your morning's going good hopefully your week is going good we got a lot to talk about today man um football baseball basketball um twitter <laughs> Twitter. you know, <laughs> uh, you know, Elon Musk, man, trying to shake some things up as well. Um, again, like I said, we're gonna talk about the NBA play play-ins, um, some good games, some not so good games. Um, how you feel about the play-ins? Um, NFL, club, Baker Mayfield feels he's been he was disrespected about yeah. how the Cleveland Browns um handle their business we're gonna talk about that welcome to the club brother hey stefan gilmore man taking visits let's talk about that cam newton has some choice words on the um 100 million dollars worth of game podcast we're gonna you know talk about that as well but um up for a good show man yeah man a lot to talk about a lot to talk
2: about but uh, um, yeah well you know obviously we're gonna get to it on the other side of the intro should be a good show though got a lot to talk about and as always use the hashtag on the socials chime in in the comment section we'll be right back after
1: the intro yes sir <clears throat> Good coffee early in the morning, and good coffee right there, man. Mm-hmm. Jump right into it, man. We're gonna talk about some good, some good ball. Obviously, it's a, it's slow news right now, but um, you know when we can, we definitely gonna talk about it. Uh, Baker Mayfield, <laughs> say he felt disrespected a hundred percent. Hundred percent disrespected from the Browns. Hundred percent disrespected, man. Hold on, we got a little video for y'all. Y'all listen to this.
3: Right now, I like, I really, truly, honestly have no regrets of my time in Cleveland, of what I tried to give to that place. Right. And true Clevelanders and true Browns fans know, know that, and that's why I can walk away from the whole situation, feeling like I, I did it. And now, do you feel like? Do you feel like the way the office has handled it? has been disrespectful to you given what's given where you came in and where they are now and uh i mean yeah the respect thing is like it, it's all it's all going to be like a personal opinion yeah like, and i don't i no. i, I feel disrespected 100 mm-hmm, percent, mm-hmm. because i was told one thing and they completed another that's what i'm in the middle of right now and you know what okay i got i got my taste of it because i've had four different head coaches in four years a bunch of different coordinators i've had talk about the highs they always come back. Mm-hmm. They always come back. <laughs> they always yeah. come back. But, like, I mean, I had great times my rookie year. Like, I didn't I didn't start in the beginning. I came in and got to have fun the back half of the year. 2019 sucked. 2020 was great. Made the playoffs. 2021 was miserable. It's like, whew, yeah, I'm just looking for stabilization right now. And, like, I know what I need to do for right. me to be, to be the best version of me right. and to be able to lead an organization. And, like, I'm in a good place right now. Right. To where, like, I have no clue where I'm going.
2: Babe, that dog, man, that dog, that dog was the start that whole clip.
1: Right, Cubs <laughs> over there chilling. So, how, how you feel about the comments, man? I, I feel, I mean, on one, on one, on one end, I agree with them. Like you said, four years, four <clears throat> different head coaches, um, and yeah. we always talk about it as far as you know stability. Um, and consistency, right? So, I mean, I feel as though a player really can't. It's, it's, I, I, I'll rephrase my word. It's tough for a player to be consistent, especially at that position when you do have a lot of um, moving parts, moving parts, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, at the quarterback position. Um, But, again, this is the business. And if you have somebody that the organization or the teams feel as though That they're better than you, of course, (laughs) they can tell you something on Monday at four o'clock. But at 14, if if things change, they got to make a move. So, um, to your point, man, this is part of the business. Yeah, Um, he had every right to feel disrespected. Um, And to his point again, four years, four different head coaches. That's yeah.
2: I mean, it is, it is tough. It is tough. But like you said, it's part of the business. And, you know, as we always say on the show, no no excuses, no explanations. No. Um, you look at a guy like Justin Herbert, two new, two head coaches, three different play callers in his first two years, um, obviously surrounded by good talent. I think Baker Mayfield was surrounded by good talent as well. Um, a man-to-man alum. And these are just guys I'm thinking about from the top of my head. Uh, Buddha Baker, I think either he mentioned it or you mentioned his first few years in the league, he had a bunch of different coaches every year, uh, but he still produced year in, year out, and then became the highest paid safety in the league. So I can't not have that same thought process when it comes to the quarterback. And um, I think Baker's biggest issue, um, to me at least, was him playing through that injury last year. I think that he just devalued himself. He, he obviously played shitty. Um, he should have shut it down which I'm sure he didn't want to, but that was the best decision, I think, for him because, like you said, once his offseason comes, Deshaun Watson becomes available, they're going to upgrade. You know what I mean? They're going to tell you one thing, and that happened. when I say welcome to the club, I mean, it's probably 80% of the players that play in the NFL, play professional sports, that can probably say those type of things. Hey, they told me one thing, and then they did another, or I should have started writing on the wall. I should have did this differently. Um. But that's how he feel. That's his experience. So you got to uh, obviously give some merit to that. Um, some people are saying he should have kept it to himself and not spoke about it publicly. Um, I, I, I don't mind it either way, you know, people because you you can't have your cake and eat it too. People always say, hey, we want more transparency. We want people to talk about it. We want people to care. He wears his emotion on his sleeves. Uh, I'm sure some people would agree with him. Some people won't. But uh, hey, he's still guaranteed 18 and a half this year. Uh mm-hmm. most people who deal with these type of situations are not in that situation. So I think he'll be I right. I ultimately think he'll start week one next year in the NFL for somebody. Um he said in that clip uh he thought it was gonna be the Colts, but it most likely his next destination will be Seattle. I'll probably say the same thing. But um, but yeah, I mean overall I really had no problem with it. I saw a part of it, A uh, part of that pie. He said uh he wanted to go into other people's cubicle and boo them and, and just, yeah. see him, <laughs> just see him just them.
1: Nah, I um I, I I agree with that part. And I agree with that part. Um, I would always love to go to somebody else's work setting and give them shit that they give people at a, at basketball, baseball, football games, but you know it is what it is. Hey, they pay.
2: Um, as long as you pay, you, you go and pay that. You know,
1: whatever it is, two hundred, three hundred dollars to go. You know, yeah. Um, but to your point that he'll be starting week one. Um, I, if you had to bet, you, bet on that, you you bet <clears> on that.
2: I would bet on it. I would bet on it. Yeah, I would bet. I mean, yeah. It's about let me see. I mean it won't sound, sound too confident. I'm not I'm not very because there's only so many places out confident.
1: there. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it, it definitely if you go to Seattle, um, it'll be one of them I think that would be his, his best bet to start week one. Not saying that he can go to a team and whatever quarterback doesn't play well and he'll, you know, middle of the season, whatever the case may be. But right now, I think it's slim
2: pickings. It is very slim pickings, especially with Carolina or the reports from Carolina coming out saying that there was mutual disinterest between mm-hmm. those two. Um but um I I just from my professional opinion, I think he's I know he's good enough to be a starting quarterback in the league. But like you said, there it is done. slim pickings out there. Um but uh, I think I think he ends up starting somewhere. I just I just see it playing out that way. I don't know where, I don't know how. But he's gonna start week one. If I had to place a bet, I would definitely place a bet on Baker Mayfield starting week one. I don't ask me where, because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but somewhere. But um, but yeah, that yeah, the whole fan. I don't know, man. I think, and I know, I know how you feel about this. The players, the fans, like that type of relationship. We saw something with um, in the Hornets game, Miles Bridges. Yeah, and he got ejected. Did you see that? I did. Okay, so he got ejected. He's walking out of the arena. Some fan is heckling him or saying something. He throws a mouthpiece. It actually hit right. the kid. But, like, I don't know, man. I feel like that's what fans are supposed to do. Like, fans, nah, are, supposed not, to, nah. fans are supposed to boo. They're supposed to heckle. They're supposed to cheer. Like, that's what they supposed Obviously, it's a line you can't cross. Right, right. But, Come on, man! Like that's that's part of it.
1: I used to enjoy that shit. Like that's you know, that was I, the best part. I enjoyed it too, but like you said, I think some fans they get carried away. You know what I mean? They get carried away, and they. I'm I'm cool with the heckling. I'm cool with the booing. I'm I'm cool with all of that. But when you start saying slick slick stuff out of your mouth, just because you know I'm a player, I'm gonna be held accountable for what my re my, what my action is gonna be. Now I don't like that. Like now you hide behind the fact that you're <laughs> that you're a fan. Like nah, like I think as in some instances, players should be allowed to go in the in the in the stands and smack somebody if they come out <laughs> their mouth sideways.
2: Like I said, it's it's definitely a line that can be that should be that that's drawn that you know most people know. But you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, I like it.
1: Hey, I, I like,
2: like I, I like said, rowdy fans. I like I like you rowdy know fans, fans that push it right to the end because you know you pay your price of admission, you sitting close yeah, enough kidding. to where I can hear you. You know, nah, go you ahead. Said, get get go, yeah, get your shit off because pause.
1: Go yeah, ahead. Nah. now like I said, like if you to- you talk about my game, hey, I'm trash. You know whatever X Y and Z, but when the fans get to start talking about family members and things of that nature, I don't care how much you pay for that ticket, um, that ticket ain't gonna ain't gonna be as much as his ass whipping that you gonna that I wish I could give you. So, um, I'm I'm with you. Like you know, traveling on the road, you know, you got the the the, the home fan, the home crowd talking trash to you. Yeah. Like yeah, you know, we used to sit on the bench, turn around, we talk trash back to them. Like you said, that's that's great banter. That's you know great bag of full. But I think some of these fans get get too comfortable. Man, have a little, have a couple couple drinks, blue moon, yeah, yaks. Uh, mind you, they pay about twenty dollars for those too. I have been
2: on the other side. I have been cares. in them. I have been in a you know going to a friend's game or something. Go to them concessions. Right. Uh, drink a, 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 a hot dog nacho seventy seven dollars so
1: nah, nah, uh I, I feel like i don't care how much you care. i don't care how that's much you pay it. man it's it's, it's <laughs> always some respect you factor into it yeah. agree but for me
2: as long as you ain't throwing you ain't throwing nothing at me
1: you know i anything you know drinks what, whatever i don't believe you Buck. i don't believe you. if somebody was stand if somebody was sent behind you and they was talking about your daughters, your sisters. Oh, now you, 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 you. Nah,
2: I don't. I don't know that person, bro. I don't know
1: you. I don't know I, you. Either, don't know either, you.
2: Either, I'm getting either, paid. Either. I'm getting. I'm getting paid good money to do this. I got. I got. I got uh Peyton Manning on the other side of Russell Wilson. Some of these guys. I got. I got to go over adjustments with with AB on the sideline. I'm not worried about Jake from mm. State
1: Farm in the crowd talking nah, about. Jake Nah, Jake, stay fine. You're not about to come to this game and feel comfortable enough where you gonna say one my kid names. You say he he make
2: names, right, he says my right. exact name or something. That's a little different, but. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt to me. Shit, me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, have you ever. I think we had this conversation about you getting into it with a fan before. I think you might have said you had one incident. Um I think one of the one of the rowdiest crowds we had uh in college was West Virginia. We used to go to West Virginia. I remember the coach, hey, they're gonna be saying some uh some, you don't know what's gonna come out of these fans' mom They they throwing batteries at people. They just I said, all right, all right, I get hit with some shit. Now that's a different story. Yeah. But no, words I- not it's some words, it's some words now with you. Some words that hey, hey, I take promise. the fine, I I take whatever punishment comes with it, but yeah. The whole you suck or you this and you just come back after you make a play and you look back at her.
1: Yeah, I I don't I don't mind that. Like, yo, you yeah, A B you, you track. Like, I don't mind that. Like I said, it's just um it gets to a certain point. These fans get way too comfortable feeling titled that they can say they can do whatever they want, just like you said, just because they paid their ticket. Like, no. Nah.
2: <laughs> but then nah. also, though, when you react to it as a player, it, it's kind of like trolls on, on Twitter or on Instagram or something. When you react to it, that only gives them gas. That only put a battery in their back even more. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Depends
1: on the reaction. If it's the right reaction, they're going to sell out. out.
2: Another fan, uh, some fans get into it with other fans at the Mets Phillies game. Yeah. One of the Mets fans, it was in the Philly stadium. One of the Mets fans had a phone in his face, I guess after he hit a home run or something. Oh <laughs> boy, grabbed the phone, threw that joint on the field. That shit was hilarious. But uh yeah, all right. I ain't got no problem with it. A B got a problem with it. Yeah, man. Okay, what y'all pay? Y'all watch watch him up mouth. Watch, watch your
1: mouth, man. Watch your mouth. Oh man. Man, Derek Carr. Hey, Derek Carr agrees to a three-year, one hundred twenty-one and a half million dollar contract extension. Um, I think this is well deserved, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's well deserved. Obviously, this offseason, man, we've been seeing a lot, a lot of players get paid. Um, the Raiders they've been pl- they've been paying a lot of people this offseason. Um, Chandler. Matt, yeah, Vontae.
2: I think it's a good move for them.
1: Yeah, it's you a know, good and, move for them.
2: and you know, Derek Carr obviously been you know super loyal. You know, he said it multiple times. He want to retire a Raider. He only wants to play for the Raiders. If it's not the Raiders, he's going to be playing golf. He's going to retire, quit if he's traded and all this different stuff. Uh, I think he's good. I think the fan base loves him. Um, You know, you're always. You always feel like the grass is green on the other side, and I feel like Carr is that quarterback that plays kind of just enough, just good enough to keep you know the fan base rocking with it, but they'll still be peeking like, ah, we could get that guy or this guy. Uh, but we we talked about it on this show a few episodes ago, talking about the weapons that he's going to have at his disposal this year. He's been a guy that's, that was in the MVP race, um, uh, one, one season, and um, now having Wilder. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Devontae Adams, his college receiver, one of the best receivers in the league. And then Hunter Renfro, along with other weapons. You said it earlier, you got Josh McDaniels, an offensive guy calling plays. No excuses for him going forward. Uh, And uh, the deal looks great on paper, three years, 121. But you dive into it, you know, the the Raiders can kind of still get out of this pretty cleanly after year one. Um, if they wanted to, but um another quarterback pretty much over that $40 million a year threshold. Um I I I'm with you on him deserving it for sure, especially what he did not only on the field last year, but off the field in that locker room with everything that was going on, you know, outside of football, him kind of keeping them afloat, getting them to the playoffs. I know they lost, but I definitely uh I I, I like this move for the Raiders and for uh, D carr.
1: No, nah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh I think both sides are excited and um, came out on the winning end on this one, man. So, we'll see. But, again, to your, to, sure. to everybody's point, you always look good on paper, but any given Sunday, you got to go out there and show and prove, baby. So I didn't we, uh, do it. I,
2: now, it. I know you've been asked about this a lot. I get asked about this. Do you believe this, number one? And, and what what's your reaction to this Brady, Sean Payton um, I don't
1: know this this whole this whole story. Um, I believe it's a little bit of truth to it. Okay, I believe it's a little bit of truth to it. You just think, you know, when Peyton uh, when Peyton retired, everybody thought he was going to to Dallas. They was like, you know, there was you know, little rumors. Of, oh, he you gonna go to Dallas? Oh right? yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. <coughs> um and then obviously, obviously with brady um it came out that you know um brown floor was supposed to get on the um, the yacht and meet brady or whatever so i mean it it may have some truth too i think it has a little bit of truth to it you know what i'm saying like <laughs> hey and I, I thought that would be that would be a good you know i mean you, you know i you know, you know i loved it you know no. so i, I Where would it, would would a deal have gotten done? Who knows? I'm pretty sure the owner was trying to set it up. Yeah. I mean, the
2: owner, Steven Ross is also a Michigan man too. So that's the other uh, connection there. Obviously with Brady and him. I don't know. It just, I I just haven't seen enough. I don't know. Hard evidence. Uh, I haven't seen enough credible people reporting on it. Um, I feel like it's a lot, of, a lot of smoke and mirrors right now. Then the same thing kind of with, with what's going on with BA in, in uh Tampa. Like a lot of people saying, you know, Brady forced that move, made that happen, then go sit in front row of the press conference. So I don't know. Maybe this more details will come out, or maybe when Brady's all done, he'll say, Hey, that shit was about to go down. But uh this will make that Bill Belichick accidental text message. Even more interesting
1: though, hey, if all... <laughs> like this, all this stuff not coming out for no, for no yeah. reason. But you know what I'm saying. Like I get it could it definitely could be some smoke somewhere. But there's one little room where there ain't no ain't a lot of smoke. It's a little it's a little clear. You can kind of you know you ain't coughing yeah. in there nothing like. So I don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean we, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask around a little bit see if I can get some more this, but. If it was going on, if it was a scheme going on, one guy that would definitely know about it is Bill Belichick up there in New England. But uh that would definitely be interesting because Brady, I think he might announce his retirement the same day Flores filed a lawsuit with the uh, Belichick accident text message, too. But as of right now, <clears throat> it's a conspiracy theory right now. Which
1: Smales a little fishy.
2: Conspiracy theories, hey, they, they batting over 500 in these last couple hey. of years right now. i tell you that much. <laughs> Yay. I'll tell so, you that much. Our next partner has a product that I literally use every day. Started taking athletic greens really because I wanted to start feeling like that dude again. Been off the field for a few years and don't have the same time, you know, to work out and and, and do all the things that it takes for better gut health and to get more energy I uh, wanted to optimize my immune system. I hate taking pills, vitamins, and I needed a supplement. That tastes great as well. I throw it right in my smoothie um, in the morning. And I know you're asking, what is this stuff? One scoop, like I said, in my smoothie of Athletic Greens. I'm absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. To help start your day right, this special blend of ingredients support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, focus, recovery, and aging. All the things, literally. So, uh, I mean, that's the reason I use it. My co-host started using it first. He put me on. uh, I mean, it has over 7,000 five-star reviews. A lot of those, I'm sure, from professional athletes. It costs you less than $3 a day. And if you're investing in your health, it's more than worth it. All right, we're going to make it real easy on you. Athletic Greens, okay, listen closely, is going to give you a one-year free supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash man-to-man. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash man-to-man. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup, of water every day. That's it. No need for a bunch of different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Do yourself a favor. Go get these greens, baby.
4: Wish your team could find some next level talent? When your business needs someone with the right skills fast, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is it makes hiring easy all in one place. For example, the assessments. Indeed helps star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking, cooking, all the way to coding. Start hiring now with the $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash Wire. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: We're going on for our, for our coach fans in here. You know, I think we talked about it, um, and I think we both thought that this would be a, a great move for the Colts if they could get it done. Bringing in Stefan Gilmore, um, definitely need a corner. Uh, Stefan Gilmore took a visit with the Colts. Mm-hmm. Do you? Do you hope? Do you wish? Do you think the Colts and Ballard could get this deal done? And do you think it'll be a good move for them? I hope
2: they get it done. Uh, we we spoke about it the need at the cornerback position a couple times on the show when it comes to the Colts, So um, Gilmore would definitely feel that need. He'll be CB one. I think he walks in that building, still think he got some juice left. He got some, uh, I would say, probably for me looking outside in, I would say a good two years left. Um, and we got the money. We got the money to pay. Uh, we've seen players come in, in their, you know, thirties and, and, and produce at a high level. You saw Von Miller go and do it last year for the Rams. Um, Harrison Smith still playing at a high level I think there's a lot of players around the league still playing at high levels well into their 30s as you know like you did But um, so I, I would love the move I would love the move man it's a guy that you can um, lock up on these big time receivers that's going to be all over the AFC yeah. and uh, feel good with that matchup and obviously you know you still got um, some other good players around them I still think we need another splash, even if we make this deal happen and reportedly Ursay sent the Jet. For this free agent visit, too. So if you send in a private jet, if you send in a pre- PJ. Hey, I mean, bitches. Like, hey, I want to get this done. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, I hope they get it done. And like I said, even if they do sign uh, Gilly Lock, I think we still need a, another big time signing um, in that secondary yeah. or hit a home run um, in the draft to, uh, you know, shore up that secondary a little more. <clears throat> This sound um, like McLeod him. too. What did you think about uh, McLeod? The McLeod sign. I think that was a one year deal.
1: <coughs> right on I like McLeod, man. I like the way he plays. That's He's true. always around the ball. Tell um, so he was a in Philly. He was a leader in that secondary. Get guys lined up. I like his play. Um, play the ball well. So I think that's a, um that's a good move um for the coach bringing in uh McLeod, UVA guy. Okay, UVA guy. Still some big names out there, Gilly.
2: Obviously, Honey Badger, Jarvis Landry. He's been posting some of his practice highlights. Yeah. On uh, on Twitter. Um if he's healthy again, which he wasn't healthy last year either with Cleveland, I think he's gonna be a good sign in somewhere as well. Uh, so Debo Samuel is available rep- according to reports. You know, they're listening over in San Fran. And Debo said basically, if it ain't 25 and up, we don't want it. As a Colts fan, how would you feel about us making a big trade? Obviously, we don't have any first-round picks, but whatever assets we could possibly move to get Debo in the building and then shell out that, you know,
1: 25-plus a year. Um, We definitely need – you make that move, man. Make it. We did it once with defo. Make that move. I'm I'm with you. Make that move. Debo is a difference maker. (laughs) A difference maker. You can put him in multiple spots. I had to think about it for a second, but then I'm like, man, (laughs) thinking about like the film shows you like he's a he's a he's a he can go. He can go. He can go. He can go, and that's and that's what you want. When he when you get the ball in his hands, whether it's a screen, whether you put him at the running back position, whether it's reverse, whether it's him third down um, yards after the catch, like he he can go and that's what you want in um, the receiver position. He's gonna upgrade your your receiving room. You got a, a future Hall of Famer coach um, that can give him some tricks to the trade and Reggie Wayne. Mm-hmm. I would love the move. I would love it. I would I would be ecstatic about it. He he's a guy.
2: That I, I, I wouldn't mind paying that type of money to, you know. Um, and like once again, we have the money. We're gonna have to draft a quarterback here pretty soon, unless we make a splash play in free agency, you know, in the next couple of years. But we're gonna be in a cup uh, in a quarterback market soon. Probably it's gonna be a young guy on a rookie deal. You're gonna pay this money to Debo. And he this is if he if San Fran is stupid enough to let him go. Um, but he's a receiver, he can run all the routes, and at the same time. Just put him in the backfield, toss the ball to him, hand the ball to him, like that's a that's a nightmare for a defense to have to prepare because it's tough to even try to match up and get your best, you know, cover guy on him. And uh, it's big physical, dog mentality. Um, so I would love to have uh, a Debo for sure, you know, in that locker room. And once again, the more weapons, the better. When you have a uh, a thirty seven year old quarterback who you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a statue. And he's a guy who's he knows the game, he knows where players need to be. You're gonna need guys to win one on one matchups, get to their spots uh down in and down out. So I would I would absolutely love him. Uh yeah. come to Indy. Yeah. But I mean that that's you're gonna hear that a lot. Any any big time proven uh prospects out there, I know we got the money, get his ass over
1: there get him out there to end if we got any other football yeah we do we got about two yeah we do first we want usfl but this these on oh, the oh, fire man. for for, for comments about women man um and this is you know strictly his opinion this was on the million dollars worth of game uh podcast now a woman for me is handling her own but knowing how to cater to a man's needs right new set on the podcast and i think a lot of times when you get that aesthetic of like i'm a boss i'm this i'm that no baby but can you but you can't cook you don't know when to be quiet you don't know how to allow a man to lead
2: Mm. uh this, the, you know what? This, I think this converse, this would be a better conversation if we had a woman involved, yeah, it would be, you know, because I, we could give our opinion to uh, about it, but to me, that'd be kind of you know, shit, it's, a, it's, a, it's a podcast, man. What you want yeah, to give podcast. your opinion on it, man? Mind I mean, you, uh, Cam was raised in the south, raised in the south, pops pastor. Um, he grew up with his pops, moms, grandma in the house. And everybody, I think, no, nah, I think, I know everybody has a different view on the dynamic between men, women, what a woman is, what a man is. And I think he was saying this is what his preference in a woman would be. And I'm sure on the other side of that, a man need to know when to shut the hell up at, at times as well. You know, everybody got, um, you know, their different roles in a relationship. According to different people, this is Cam's yeah. opinion. Yeah. I saw a lot of reaction that's this is this, this is that. Thought it was a little a little much. I know it's slow news cycle, but um, this is Cam man. And uh it had more to this too. This was a little clip, was right after this. I think he said um something about you know how talked about how men need to be men as well um but you know you get into these podcast settings and you start you start to have these long-form conversations you are gonna say some shit. maybe he, i'm i'm sure he'll probably wish he would have packaged this up a little better
1: and i think that's what it was man yeah I think, uh, and, and maybe it wasn't maybe it wasn't again like like you to your point that was cam um cam's opinion and to what you to what to what well a lot of people used to say is like you know just for you know when you when you think about a woman growing up and she's about to get married and you know she had a good father she's looking to get you know marry a man that has similar attributes to what her dad did or whatever the case may be until and to cam i will say you know like you say that's what he saw he saw that he had two women in the household he's seen every day that could cook that allowed his dad to to be a man and to lead the household and that's what he grew up on so that's what he was accustomed to seeing. again his opinion um it's definitely different structures in the household where you know the the woman the woman definitely could lead the household um maybe a woman can't cook but it's other things that she can do very well you know what i mean so again yeah. everybody have their preference um you can't knock him on his and you can't knock anybody else on theirs. Um, yeah, it was. It, it, it was. That's, that's my opinion on it. Yeah,
2: it was a clip, and and it, and it didn't, you know, don't look great, didn't sound great, Um and I don't think I don't like to speak for other people, but I don't, I don't and I know Cam's mom, I know Cam's pop, I, Cam's mom speaks her mind. Like it ain't like oh, just be it ain't like you he walking. Around, hey, shut up, man. Men are talking. Shut up. I don't think Cam is not like that at all. But um, like I said, I wish we could have this conversation. With a woman involved, so they could say, "Hey, this is this is how we should have said it," or "This is dead ass wrong. That's dead ass right," whatever, whatever. But uh, a lot of people grew up, especially if you grew up, you know, reading the Bible or in church. There's a lot of things in that Bible that you know, but you know, yeah, we'll whole, we'll move yeah, on. Whole
1: nother, yeah, whole another topic right there. You know, you know what I mean? But, you know, we we're not gonna act
2: like this the first time we heard people say this. Yeah, um, right, wrong, or indifferent. However, you, you know, I'm a I don't know if I've mentioned this on this show before, but I'm a sociologist by trade, so I could go deep into this if you guys want me to, but I'm sure yeah. you don't. Uh, <clears throat> down, you Jersey reveals for the USFL. You want to roll them out, give them some grades? Yeah. <laughs> Let's start with the, the Philly Stars and the New Jersey Generals.
1: Stank. <laughs> we got hey, the Phillies. I know they, they got to have some more pant options. They, they, yo, at, at least give us two. We can we gotta have, have at least some red,
2: some.
1: like the I'm red, a, like with the, with the Philly stars. If you could have <laughs> gave me some red pants or some, I would have rather do the red or the white pants. The all red, all white would have been clean, and then. To so all the teams yeah. in the USF, I'm
2: available for consulting when it comes to these jerseys. But uh, like like AB said, the pen, you got to have multiple pants options. And I don't, I personally don't think jerseys are that hard to design. But these, demons I mean, are, are the I, generals. I I, I, like. I can rock with the generals, New Jersey Generals, red white. I mean, yeah, I can, you can rock can make with the generals. Man. Yeah, you can make yeah, that. Cool. I can make that work. I can make that work. I, I would like to see the socks broken up a little bit too. If we can get you know maybe some white in there, but you know, I'm sure Cassie finesse that. Uh, we got the Michigan Panthers and the Tampa Bay Bandits. So um, those,
1: the Michigan Panthers colors are very they're interesting. Um, I feel as though you could you could freak those colors. Mm-hmm. But these stink too. They got <laughs> they got the
2: they do have multiple options for the pants though. I mean, I don't. I don't know what that, that those colors are both stank in the pants. I'm, I'm not feeling that one at all. The Tampa Bay
1: bandits. Um, you got to get a new model. Whoever model in these zones. These stances <laughs> <is> weak. <laughs> <clears> these <throat> stances is weak. No, no, zero swag with the stances. Got the, got, uh, the, got the, got the, uh, trainers on. Oh shit. Oh Lord.
2: Pittsburgh oh, mallers. Hmm. The Pittsburgh Maulers and the New Orleans Breakers. Now I'm gonna I'm just immediately cancel. I can't even continue to look at the New Orleans Breakers. They got a, the model up there, standing number 67. That automatically, yeah. that all and that your jerseys might have been clean too. That automatically yeah. ah, takes your swag down 12 points. Come on, man! Hey. What is that? You like that hey, stance look, though, man. with the the LeBron celebration? Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is gonna stink right here. But, but then we got the Houston Gamblers and the Birmingham Stallions. Okay, I like the Stallions jerseys too. I can rock with those. Yeah. How, how you feel about the gamblers?
1: I like the I like the gamblers. I like the, the black and the gray. You know what I'm saying? If I had to choose, I think Houston Gamblers might be the one. The best one? In my opinion. But all right. They, for real, for real, stank.
2: These might be the same models, too. Stank. Yeah, well, nah, uh, all right, be, so AB yeah. go with the gamblers. I'm going to go with the New Jersey Generals. I think New Jersey. They might be, you know what, they my team. That's my team right there, New Jersey Generals. New Gen- Jersey Generals, okay. I got to check the, uh, the the rosters out. Matter of fact, damn, I should have had the coaches.
1: I saw a tweet with some of the yeah, head I think, coaches. Am I, and is I think, Terrell Buckley a coach? Terrell and Buckley coach. is a coach. Wade Phillips is a coach. I think they, they did a good job. I think it was uh four
2: oh no 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 wait 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 that's that's XFL.
1: Oh that is XFL, yeah. yeah. Well
2: Buck, yeah. Buckley cool. Haslett. Yeah, that's XFL. So I'm not sure the USFL
1: should have done a little better research, but yeah. <clears throat> but hey, this weekend kicks off USFL. Um I will so. be watching. I will be, too. Um, so we having a law right now. No football. People might be going crazy. You can tap in, man. These youngsters out here. Put some good film out there. Try to get it to the next, get to the next level.
2: Absolutely. Goddamn ball out, man. Um, I'm sure they had some good coaches, some good, you know, <clears throat> just learning the ins and outs of how, you know, practices go and preparation, all those different things, man. But I love young guys or older guys getting the opportunity to display their talents, man. We need we need a real – it's crazy to me that it's so hard to sustain another league. I, I mean, I don't think anything will come and knock off the NFL, but if you had something that kicked off in March, like a real a legit spring league, it seems like we should be at yeah, There's enough talent out there. Football talent up there, I would think.
1: I, I would think so, too. But I I would think it's just being able to um, as far as business-wise, being able to keep your head above water. Um, yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. You know, as far as travel, lodging, um, you know, competitive pay as far as workers, you know what I mean? Like, I think that would be the biggest thing but if you could get them sponsors to to, to tag on. Mm-hmm. I think we definitely could have something in that spring season but I would just think it's just the business the business structure of getting it right um and so it could have some longevity. Yeah,
2: I, I hope we can get we, we, that's something I hope we can get right. I think the the pandemic might have messed up was that the XFL that it basically had it um had to shut it down. Played. they was having some good games um I, I honestly lose track of the names different names of this league but we need some i remember nfl europe when i was coming up yeah some of my guys who played over there but uh we definitely need another league um to have these guys you know have an opportunity to go out there and play and almost be like a i do don't want to say a junior league but somewhere that the nfl can definitely pluck some more talent from yeah. guys definitely deserve the opportunity it got to be somebody who can make the business work. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, come on, baby!
1: With that XFL, shout out, shout out to Nakiva, always holding us down. I think these are the um the coaches for the USFL. Yes. Okay,
2: so we got Skip Holtz, Todd Haley, Kirby Wilson, Larry Fedora, Kevin Sumlin, Bart Andrews mike riley and jeff fisher it's so, okay all right man Well, will mm-hmm. see like i said i'll be watching i'm gonna give it a couple you know a couple chances nah i am huh? i'm yeah, definitely sure. huh? looking for thirsty for some football right now uh unless <clears throat> you want to get into huh
1: man let's um we're going to get off topic. You know, we're we not going to get off topic of sports real quick. You know, we kind of touched on it. I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before, but um, Elon Musk <laughs> offering to buy Twitter. We're not going to stay on this long, guys, but, you know, we we just want to touch on it, you know. Um <clears throat> He just you know kind of been, been talking about Twitter obviously we know he was a in I think it was what last week be, became um the largest stakeholder of Twitter mm-hmm. um, and you know he has some of these quotes out here it needs to be transformed to a private company um he doesn't have the confidence in the management um can drive he don't, he don't believe they can drive the necessary change in public he's not playing it back and forth um that's that's big money talk right there mm-hmm. um you can see here, the chairman of the board. no, That was Elon Musk. Yeah, this me. was
2: uh, what he sent Then He said, you know, basically want to buy 100% of it for $54.20 per share at a 54% premium over the day before that he began investing in it and a 38% premium over the day his uh, investment was publicly announced. Now, you never know what Elon got going on behind the scenes. You know, he does a lot of talking, which manipulates markets, shit like that. And when you got that type of money, that's what these people do. He just does it on more of a public forum. Yeah. Um, uh, now, that's a big number. And I, and I got an alert earlier that said it's going to be an all-hands-on-deck meeting with Twitter this afternoon at 5 o'clock. So when you get an offer like this... Yeah, you got to talk about um, it. At least you got to talk about it. You got to... You gotta get to the table and talk about it. Um, so it'll 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 be interesting. It'll be interesting, but
1: we'll if see. if you were Twitter and these numbers come across your phone, your laptop, come across your desk, what are you doing? It's the baby you built, not the dude that built it, Jack. No,
2: no, he got up. out of there. He got, he got out of there. Yeah, yeah, he got out of there. I want to say within the last twelve months for sure. Maybe last year, with Jack Dorsey left. Um, hey, we look at the number. We look at projections. The people thought Twitter was dying, but I might, I might let it. Sorry, might. I might let this thing go and move on. <laughs> Oops. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. We to yeah, hey, especially, do you, yeah. do you think, uh Elon, do yeah, yeah. But it? But before all of this, he was saying, he was talking about making his own social media platform. And now, like I said, you never know what he got going on behind the scenes. But, yeah, we're we going to have a, a conversation about it. I'm going to talk to some people about projections and numbers and where we at with this and that. But once they ask them votes, yay. <laughs> 54 Billy. Yeah, time to make another baby, baby. Out of there, but um, but yeah. What else we got? Let's fly through some other stuff. Obviously, we talked about football, which is good. Good football talking, hard to get Great in April ball. before the draft. But I uh, had some good football talk. Um, matter of fact, you got an important speaking engagement
1: today, later on this
2: afternoon.
1: Today, man, three three to five. Um, the business of football, man, <clears throat> um, uh, presented by the NFLPA Social Justice Task Force, myself and um Eddie George, man, we'll be on. Um, this is live, virtual. Um, we're just gonna give our insight um on my my insight on going to an HBCU, playing at an HBCU, um, and then going to the league and just have my whole perspective. Um on the landscape of where HBCUs are at this moment, and then Eddie George, um, obviously, you know, um, playing at Ohio State, playing in the league for a number of years, and then going back, um, to an HBCU to coach versus Tennessee the PWI State. Tennessee State. He's going to touch on that, touch on, um, just a lot of things that you know, it's, it's a lot of former players that are head coaches, not just him, not just Prime. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, he's going to touch on that as well. But then, you know, we just going to give us give our insight on not only about, you know, on the field, but then off the field, um, the different departments that um, that helps make the Sunday product. What it is, you know, So yeah. for, for, for the students that's interested in getting into the, the business of, uh, of the NFL, we will give our pointers, our insight and it will be a great talk.
2: Big business It's dope that y'all doing that, too, man. Need more like need more diversity in the on the in the back end of what's going on in the ecosystem of the NFL. <clears throat> all right, what else we got? Um, we'll fly through some baseball. So if you follow baseball at all, even if you don't, yeah. You Clayton know, Kershaw, one of my favorite pictures, he was pulled last night um after seven perfect innings. Not a no-hitter, but perfect innings. So on his way to a perfect game, which is Got jet passing here. <clears throat> if it's a no hit or whatever, this is his tweet Jeff Pass at Jeff Pass. If it's a no hitter or whatever, yank him. Clayton uh, Kershaw has thrown one. But there have been more than 220,000 games in MLB history. There have only been 23 perfect games. Everything, especially a pitch count of 80, is lining up to at least let, let Kershaw try. You cannot pull him. There. Now, since 1901, two pitchers have been pulled from a game after throwing seven-plus perfect innings, Rich Hill on September 10, 2016, and Clayton Kershaw yesterday. Now, what those guys have in common is they had the same pitching coach. Mm. Now, Kershaw has been dealing with some injuries, and they got him on a pitch count. I'm guessing an 80-pitch pitch count. But you throw 80 pitches – through seven innings, I I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm letting him go chase history.
1: What, what say you, you gotta, manager A B? Yeah, got to let him chase history, man. Like you said, what he said, only 22, 23 in history have in history. Yeah, man, you gotta let that man go chase history, man. Um, yeah. I and again, I don't know the the. the, the What's that? The, the the history or how how that goes as far as in the baseball, um, in the baseball world. But I would think that, um, you let him go and and, and get that.
2: Yeah, that you know Dave Roberts, the pitch coach, he, and Tom House. Some other people said it was the right call. If you look at long term, I think it's a no brainer. It's the right call for the long, you know, the long game for the team and the success. You're trying to win the championship. Individually, the, the accolade would be unbelievable. So it, it's, okay. it's definitely
1: a balance there, but I'm letting so, him chase it. So, again, I'm no you know, expert when it comes to the diamond. So it's early in the season, as you said. Mm-hmm. Um, this may never – we may never see something like this for – who knows? I'm just hypothetically – This might be his last chance in his career. Might- Last chance in his career. It's early in the season. If he does go over his pitch count, does this throw the rest of the season off? Like, I
2: mean, if he gets if if let's say you let him chase it and it's something, let's say he gives up and hit in the ninth or something. Or let's say he does get the perfect game, but that leads to him missing starts, or you get to a a, a playoff series and he's not in there because of you may not be dependent on that one game, but if you Play look back, big picture. I mean, it's a long time away, but it's an older guy that has dealt with some, you know, some injuries, injuries. So I get why I get it.
1: I do, but that, that's you know that's history. 162 games, bro. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like maybe I, I'm missing something. Like is it if he throws an extra 50 pitches? Like does it throw off? The days that he's all for, like what for for the baseball guys, I mean, you gotta that's think, what I'm yeah, all, all the
2: analytics and, ba- and money ball and base that really started with baseball when it really got in the sport. So a lot of times they look at them numbers, them got to pull them, and this this guy has it. He did it. He did it a few years ago another pitcher. So I, mean, I get it. Team over individual. Kershaw didn't look pissed off about it during the game. You know, he was high five and hugging guys. They knew what was at stake, but you know, I guess you know, it's bigger. It's, it's bigger. It's bigger, than, it's bigger than Kershaw, man. It's bigger than Nino Brown, I guess, man.
1: But you know, I would. I would let him go. You would yeah, let him go. I'm a, if I'm a coach, I'm, I'm letting my players go. <laughs> I, I understand this team game, but hey, I, I want to see my players be able to. Chase history and now uh, if, yeah, if, if history is right there, I gotta let them go rock. I gotta I gotta let them go get that, baby. I'm with you. Man. I'm with you. you. Now yeah.
2: uh we have some playing games. How do you feel about I don't know if you talked about this? How do you feel about the NBA the playing games? Playing tournament.
1: Um they're excited, but I, I mean I, I could do without. <laughs> um <laughs> but keep it a buck, D Buck. Uh again, uh we, we how many games they play a season?
2: Eighty two.
1: All, right. All right, yeah. That's 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 that's, that's more than enough games for us to decide the rankings, uh, who's going to play in the playoffs. Again, some most of the games were exciting. I did watch, mm-hmm. but if it was up to me, we would not have any play-in games. Yeah. I, as as a fan, I stopped watching as
2: much regular season basketball. I watched more this year because they, they let them play more. wouldn't call all them ticky-tack bullshit fouls. But it does make the end of the season more exciting when you're playing for those playing spots or you plan to stay in a certain spot, um, it makes those games more. So I think they should shorten the regular season. Honestly, I don't have a problem with the playing games though. You let them play in and it kind of starts the playoffs a week early, which is obviously by far the best time of the year to watch NBA basketball. So um, we got some good games. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets wasted everybody's time. They got, they got oh, yeah. the doors blown, <laughs> blown off by the Hawks. Uh, Pelicans had a good win. The Timberwolves, they beat the Clippers the other night and they celebrated like it was uh like they won the finals. Uh how how, you, how did you feel about that? I didn't have a problem with it. You excited, you cared, but I mean it went a little
1: it went a little a little bit overboard. Hey, look, we don't we don't know what they've a been through bit. in that we don't know what they've been through in that locker room throughout the year. Um, you know, Patrick Beverly, you know, history with the with the Clippers, you know, his former team. Um, he made some huge plays down the stretch, and again, we talk about sports; it's an emotional game. Um, and they probably didn't think they—I ain't gonna say that—they got a good mob. They got a good, model. They, got a good uh, go, they got a pretty decent roster. So maybe they did think that they would make it to the playoffs. So I, I mean, maybe they did go overboard, but shoot, them boys—they they excited. All they hard work gig yeah. all year, yeah. and they I was able expect- to make it to the playoffs. So I mean, I'm, I'm with it. I I I
2: respect it. I it, it was man, it was funny though. It, it was hilarious. Yeah. Why, especially with the TNT crew. They put the they put the uh <laughs> they put the we are the champions that they put that music over the joint. They had, uh cat kissing his girl, her kissing his girl after staking it up on the court. Yeah, bev but on they- the scores table. <laughs>
1: But I, I want to say, like, uh, Big Cat. There was, um, I think it, they said there was some, some most with that, as far as off the court and her being there supporting him. I think, um, oh, okay, yeah, I think it was, it was, it was something more than that. But then he did stink it up on the court. But yeah, about, uh, on the on the on the court, yeah. it was it was bad ball. But, uh, but yeah,
2: young boy I mean, Anthony Edwards showed up. probably I'm excited.
1: Problem. Problem. I'm excited, man. Kyrie hey, I do want to say this. I off. do want to say this. So, your Kyrie. your Brooklyn Nets, talk about it. Who did they play? And they who, who they play? Cavs. They
2: played the Cavs. They locked in at seven, so they'll be matched up with the
1: Celtics in the first round. And it's gonna be it's gonna be tough now. Watching them watching them play against the Cavs. It, it's Cavs is good. Up. Cavs is yeah, good. Up. Yeah. I, I know. And they were, missing, they were missing one of their key players. Um,
2: Cavs are a good mob, man. Darius yeah. Garland, one of the best young point guards in the league. Um, oh, but gosh. I do – I think that Celtics – Celtics, one of the best uh, defensive teams in the league, got a, a very good coach. Um, obviously, two A-1 players with Tatum and Brown. But – Marcus you know Smart. We're going
1: to see. We're going to see, Marcus Smart, man.
2: Defensive Player of the Year candidate, my money, I got Brooklyn and six.
1: Brooklyn and six. We're gonna see, man. Um,
2: <laughs> Ramadan, Kyrie, no joke,
1: boy. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It won't be real. Ben Simmons might be coming back. Man, Ben Simmons is happy where he's at right now.
2: His fit was clean, though. They was talking trash, they was, was kind of clowning. That joke was hard. No,
1: I, I, I like it, but that's why I said exactly. Ben Simmons is happy where he's at right now, being Pretty able to close, get dressed, man. fly sitting on the bench, being able to see KD and Kyrie Rock. That's just my opinion.
2: Ben Simmons is going to get in there. He's going to get in that ball, and contribute big time. Um, Robert Williams, the big man for the Celtics, is out. Um, And that's going to be big for them, not having that rim protection, not having them on the glass. Drum and play well as well, especially on the boards, running the floor. So yeah, I got the nets. I got the nets running this for me. I can't, you know, I'm not betting against Kyrie and KD in
1: the seven game series. Okay, okay. Nets and six. We're gonna come on here and we're gonna be disappointed. <laughs> we shall see.
2: But shit, man. Yeah. That's it, man. Make sure hey, kill it this afternoon, man. I know you will man, you three to five what? once again.
1: Well, I did do my thing, man. So to these youngsters, man. I'm trying to help them out in this in this real world, man. Give mm-hmm. them some drop drop some jewels, man. Drop some game, man. And you know. That's all it's about, man. I give it back. That's it.
2: All right, man. I see y'all on the other side. I'm actually gonna be on Pat show today, 12:15. So in a few minutes. So y'all tap in. Love y'all, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend. see y'all monday monday right yeah yeah monday enjoy your weekend happy easter to everyone who's celebrating it's good friday tomorrow too i'll make sure you all friday tomorrow yeah yeah to yourself be good to people you're out of here
1: We out.